Brian, did you know Zeus and Apollo were Lilliputians? <laughs> I, I didn't. That's <laughs> my neighbor's dogs. Hey, don't use words I can't understand. <laughs> oh, it was a compliment. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so you do work out, right, is what you're saying? I try. Live your life with purpose, change someone's life for the better, and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. In this episode, Dan, Brian, and Terry talk about the importance of maintaining a balanced life. Now here's Dan, so let's get started. The other day I was doing a project around my house and I got into a weird position with my back and things just locked up. I was frozen. I could hardly move. And I went to my chiropractor the next day and he said, man, are you out of alignment? No wonder you can't move. And he made some adjustments and got things back into balance. And it seems like we do that in many areas of our life where our priorities get out of balance and our life gets out of balance. We're going to talk about that in this episode of Finish Strong. How do you maintain a balanced life and why is that so important? I'm Dan Wheeler and I'm joined by Terry Steen and Brian Rowland and our producer John Matarazzo. Terry, it seems like uh, the same law of golf applies to the law of life. When you take a golf swing, you want to stay on balance through that whole swing. If you get off balance, you're not making good contact. Well, I'm a little bit offended that you would bring that topic up with me. You must have seen me golf because I always lean back when I'm trying to hit and then I miss hit and you are exactly right. Balance. Well, I do the same thing. And Brian, we don't even want to talk about no, his golf true. game. <laughs> what golf game? But, you know, you guys probably have friends like I do. I've got a friend in particular that when you talk about balance in life, he just doesn't have it. He gets into one thing and he just ODs on it and then he leaves everything behind. Like when he gets into a diet or he goes, man, I need to start working out. He'll go at it two, three workouts a day and it'll last for a week and then he quits and he doesn't do it for half a year. So, you know, the balancing of life to me has always been such an important area. And I think it'll be good for us to spend a little time today in seeing what God has to say about living a balanced life. You know, what does it look like? What steps do we need to take? And one thing that I think is so critical is that we need to have a daily routine. We need to have habits. We need to have time management in place to really be able to live the balanced life that God wants us to. And I come back to Mark. I think this might set us up for the discussion is Mark 1230. And this is what God says about a balanced life. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And those are the three to four key areas of our lives where he wants us to have biblical balance. Our heart and our soul is our spirit, our emotions, and, and the soul is like the will or the choices that we make. 
And then, of course, our mind is our intellect and our wisdom. And then the body, of course, is the physical part. So we have all three of those areas that we're playing that he wants us to keep that balance. And I know in my life, I've gotten out of balance uh, in those areas and maybe not made the Lord a priority. And that's why for me, I have to start my day out with the Lord. That You talked about habits and routine. If I don't start my day thinking about the Lord, spending time in the Word, having my devotions and praying, my day's out of balance. Do you find that's true, Brian? I, it's absolutely true. You know, it's interesting because I did a morning cup recently on the 10-minute rule. And that is, if you can do it within 10 minutes, do it now. Don't put it off. And the same same thing is in the morning with prayer. Uh, what, what I said was how I get up and I go and I feed the dogs. I get my coffee. I come back and I sit down and open the Word. And that's where I get my time right there. And I started with 10 minutes. But, of course, it goes way beyond that now because that's just what happens as you get into the Word. But if you can do that and get your day started that way, it gets you going in the right path, the right direction, and it really gets momentum going in my life so I can get going and get started and get my day done. Well, when we talk about the subject, this topic, what does it do to you guys? Does it, when we talk about a balanced life, does it make you cringe like, oh man, I don't want to talk about that? Or does it excite you? How do, what do you think about it? Well, I always make a to-do list. And sometimes I feel like I get too tied to that to-do list. And if I don't get it all done, I almost feel like a failure or something. But I think we have to be open to, the, to God intervening in our schedule. And that's part of the balance. And by starting out, you read that verse, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And you kind of broke it down to those three areas, didn't you, Terry? Heart and soul, mind and body. But uh, you've got the heart and soul at the top. And I think that's where the priority comes in. It all starts there, doesn't it? And uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm sure you do the same thing. But I have always read, I've always heard, anytime I read something or hear a management thing about time management or business success stories, Almost every one of them are early risers. Every one of them start their day early and do the most important things. And I think that's no different. If we want to have a balanced life and heart and soul is the key, then we need to get up and have those devotions like you talked about, Dan. You know, and a balanced life, T, it's really determining what's most important in your life and then building your life around that. So what's Hmm. important thing to me is to get my day started right. And if I could do that and start with prayer and start with meditating on the word and having conversation with the Lord, then my life is in balance because I built around that the rest of the day. Yeah, you know, Terry said that successful people get up early. Maybe that's why Brian and I were never successful. (laughs) I always think Brian's sleeping until noon, and then I realize (laughs) it's because he's on the West Coast. Uh, I I thought it was was coming home early is what what made made you successful. (laughs) Four or five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, we'll find out how early he gets up when he moves to the East Coast, but Terry your your philosophy in life was always start off slow 
and then taper off, right? Oh, man, it's worked for me. <laughs> now, I have a different definition of success maybe than other people, but still, in my head, I've been you, very successful. You set the bar low. You're always successful. <laughs> Terry, tell us about those three key areas. Why are they so important? Well, it's what brings our balance, the, the, our heart. We have to have that spiritual direction, and we have to have that leads us into the mind where God wants us to develop wisdom, and that's how we can have a successful life. And then our body, and we'll talk about that later, but that's our vessel. That's what gets us from point A to point B, and if we let that break down, then that's going to hinder the other two areas of our life. So they all work together. So, but, but like you said, the heart and soul is the key. And maybe we can think about and talk about some of the things that we do well and don't do so well in those areas. Well, you know, speaking of heart and soul, a verse that I've uh, committed to memory lately, recently is search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me. And that's found in Psalm 139. 23 and 24, and I try to start my day out that way, saying, okay, God, where are my thoughts? Where are they wrong? Is my heart clean? And for heart and soul, I think that's kind of a, an important place to begin. Yeah, you, you might not agree. I don't know. Totally agree. Um, I, I find for myself that I do very well at devotions. I do very well at Bible reading, but I don't do so well at prayer time. So that's, I slip Mm. on the prayer time. I don't get that strong balance. And then sometimes the choices I make, the use of my time, food, what I eat, some of those things I have to change to create a little better discipline in those areas. Yeah, well, then we get to mind. So I don't have much to say about this area because I don't have many thoughts. Well, I'm losing mm-hmm. mine. Uh, but other than that, uh... I'll, yeah, <laughs> right, no. right. No, we'll try to have some, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, Brian. What do you What do you think about the mind, the intellect? How do How do we keep that? Well, going? you know, it, I think the, getting the intellect going. It's just it's it's having wisdom and it's praying for wisdom. God says He'll grant us wisdom when we ask Him for it, and I think that. That's one thing we have to, we have to look uh, forward to is uh, is asking him to provide that and then studying the word because he opens up uh, the word to us. It's a living Bible. He opens it up. He lets us see with spiritual eyes and hear with spiritual ears. Uh, I know over over in Proverbs eleven one it says a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but just a weight in his uh, but a just weight in his delight. Excuse me, <laughs> but. Um, so he wants us to have wisdom, too. He doesn't want us to be off balance and, and start going into things without being wise. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is when I'm, when I'm talking to friends of mine and, and, and we start getting on conversations about the Lord. And, and a lot of my friends that I've talked to, and they're not Christians, and they, we're not in the same balance. They're coming from one end and I'm coming from another end. And finally, I have to say, what are you basing your facts on? And I'm basing mine on the Bible. I believe it from the Bible. Now, if that is my foundation and yours is something else, then we're not meeting here in the middle. So I ask God for wisdom and how to direct me around those corners and how to speak with these people. And a lot of it is really more of them noticing what's going on in my life. And then they, they ask questions. They say, well, you think of it this way. Why do you think of it that way? Well, that's the wisdom God is putting in, in me to speak out. It's not my words. It's his words coming through me. And I think we all have to have that 
kind of a mindset that we let God be the intellect and put the wisdom into us and speak forth through us. I totally agree, Brian. And one a little different slant for me that I focus on, and you guys may laugh at this, the intellectual side a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, not, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse no. you, me? You, you just took me up by surprise. <laughs> Hey, one thing I found over the course of years, there again, to be successful, if you find most successful guys, read. And that's one thing I've built into my repertoire or part of my daily, I should say monthly plan is reading. So for decades, I've made it a rule to always read at least two books a month. So I read a minimum of 24 books a year. Sometimes more, sometimes I don't quite get there. And then I decide on the variety of books. I'll start with comic book. No. <laughs> I was going to say, now, what grade level are you reading at? For ages, what? If it doesn't have pictures, it, it goes to the back of the pile. Okay. Yeah. But I, but I read stuff. I read novels. I read business books. I read self-help. You know, all those things. And, and it truly, we're joking about it. But that's an important part of keeping our mind sharp mm-hmm. and continuing to learn, continuing to develop, especially as we get older. You know, we get older, we think, oh, the years have passed. It's not a big deal to be reading books and things. But to me, that is a very important thing. Well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going to go back to heart and soul in relationship to this, because I know people, I know Christians who read everything but the Bible. And I yeah. think it's important that while we're reading other things, and, and that obviously helps to you know keep us sharp, that we also have to kind of judge it against the Bible and say, how does this align with what God's word says, because there's a lot of things out there that if you're not careful can really take you away from God's will and away from the word. Uh, Brian, your hand was up. <laughs> well, the, what I was going to mention, Dan, is when you said that people are reading what other people are thinking and saying. But when you're reading the word, you are actually reading what God said because it's all God's word that is presented to us. And so there's a difference there when you're getting it from man and when you're getting it from God. Yeah, and I and I think in reading the word, it has to do more than read. If you don't obey it, you know, that's key to developing the balance Absolutely. in our heart and soul. And mm-hmm. I come back to, if you read in Deuteronomy, which I'm reading in my daily devotions, especially the 28th verse, the whole or chapter, the whole chapter talks about if you obey you'll be blessed. If you disobey, you'll be cursed. <laughs> and it's so important to find that balance in our spiritual life by obeying. So it all works together. If you don't have your devotions, if you don't read God's word, it's one thing to read a devotional as supplemental, but it shouldn't replace reading the Bible. Right. When it comes to the mind, I, I always think of Romans twelve two. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And as long as you're keeping that heart and soul strong, I think the mind develops. And Brian, you kind of refer to it. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Right. Yeah. And God can give us the wisdom we need. Absolutely. Uh, knowledge is something I, I believe that's something you create in your mind from what you have learned. But it's the wisdom that God puts in your mind. And that's the, that, that gives you the opportunity to have knowledge and have correct knowledge. Because there's both. There's, you're going to get un- your 
knowledge that is going to be leading, uh, misleading, and, and knowledge that's going to be leading. But the leading is what's bringing you, is coming from wisdom. Getting tongue-tied in my wisdom here. <laughs> yeah. And wisdom, of course, comes from God. Right. That's what we have to ask for. That's what we have to pray for. Intellect, you know, God gives us the mind to learn, but we have to do the heavy lifting on that so we become more intelligent and more knowledgeable. But wisdom comes from God. Obviously, that's more important, but they all work together. Mm -hmm. Speaking of heavy lifting, we've talked about the heart and soul. We've talked about the mind. What about the body, Terry? Is that important to keep that in balance? Interesting that you would ask me to talk about the body. Yeah, Because <laughs> I have been working out. You probably noticed. So let me really? show you. Can you see my bicep? Uh, that's, your, hmm. that's your bulging disc, isn't it? And from the the <laughs> name is Zeus. That's what the one I call Zeus. Yeah. Over here is Apollo. <laughs> So no no wait wait was that a joke or are you no I'm kidding. <laughs> hey sometimes people forget about the body and if you go walking through the mall if you go into a store you'll see people that you can tell they have forgotten to take care of their body but that's Brian did you know Zeus and Apollo were Lilliputians <laughs> I, I didn't so my neighbor's dogs. Hey, don't use words I can't understand. <laughs> oh, oh, it was a compliment. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> so you do work out, right, is what you're saying? I try. It's all part of the balance. But, you know, just as importantly as sleep, eating properly, those are all things that are critical. So we have to eat properly. We have to sleep properly. When it comes to workouts, you know, it's important to have cardio, resistance, core, balance, stretching, all those bring balance to the workout routine. But scripturally, what I come back to is 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 and 20. And to me, that's kind of foundational to talking about the body and the importance of it. It says, do, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you've received from God, you're not your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. And to me, that's just reinforces the importance that our body is housing the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty awesome thought. Mm -hmm. And you know, too, when you're talking about the workouts and that too, if you, if you don't continue it, atrophy sets in. You start losing it all. You start losing. Yeah. I, with, with the COVID that was happening here, my gym closed. I had sold all my weights and that because I'm getting ready to move. I'm not working out. And I'm sitting there going, picking up boxes going, these didn't used to be heavy. What happened? But you lose it. And atrophy sets in with age. And when you start, start letting that go and you're not working it out continuously, you lose what you have. And that happens the same thing in our spiritual life. If we don't work it out daily, we can lose what we have. Yeah, and another thing that I was reminded of, a number of years ago, I had a friend who was kind of getting a little slobbly. Is that a word? Slobbly? I don't know. I, I was going to look it up. Slobbly? Sloppy? Huh. He wasn't in shape. <laughs> and, he, okay. and he was a pastor. <laughs> he was a pastor. And here's the verse that he would quote. Um, he said for physical, tr it's, this is in what the fourth chapter of first Timothy, it's the eighth verse. And it says for physical training is of some value, 
But godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. So he was using this verse as a reason not to do any physical workout (laughs) because the godliness value was so more important than the physical training, even though it said it has some value. So we can rationalize if we want, but the reality is... It, it's still important. Uh, it's interesting because Romans 12, 1 and 2, one talks about the body and the other talks about the mind and uh, and ultimately God's will. So it really talks about that balance again. But Romans 12, 1, and I'm reading from the New International Version, says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. And, you know, I used to really try to work out hard, but a lot of it was driven by, you know, I was on TV and I wanted to look good and I was doing the fitness shows and it was a bit of a challenge. But now I work out differently. I work out just to kind of maintain, to try and keep my chest bigger than my stomach. But I love to work out to Christian music and I make it an act of worship. And while I'm working out, I'm thanking God for my body and that I can do it. And we all know also that there is a mental um, benefit to working out with the endorphins that are released. You have that sense of well-being. I've heard that. <laughs> you ought to try it sometime. <laughs> You'd feel a lot better. I haven't experienced it. But... <laughs> yeah. The stomach, you know, stomach's big uh, we... as the chest. I mean, thank God I've had a pearl <laughs> chest all my life. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, the three of us are all mid-60s and beyond. <laughs> but John Matarazzo is our producer, and he's a young man. What are you, John? Did you say 35, something like that? 36. 36. 36. So how important is balance in your life? What do you think of this discussion? Well, uh, definitely I've been challenged recently to get back to the gym and take care of my body because uh, I've had my back go out of line. And whenever the muscles atrophied around it from after my car accident... And I needed to strengthen those so that I would I could actually do what I was called to do. But whenever those muscles get weak, it really does make it uh, difficult to do what you're supposed to do. So it's difficult to work out, but it's worth it. And just trying to find balance in life is is really difficult, but it is worth it. No matter what it is, it is worth it. You know, I might add as we're coming to a close, routine can be a dirty word to some people. But for me, that's about the only way I can keep balance in my life is establishing a routine, establishing those habits, being proactive with my time management. I found that when I made the move to the new house and I was in the middle of a bunch of, it it was a different environment. I had different things I had to do and I realized my routine got off and my balance in life got off and I had to reestablish a new routine to get myself back into this balanced life. You know, Terry, just what you're saying, Deb and I were talking about it at lunch today, how we can't wait to get back into a routine once we get moved because we're so out of whack right now. Yeah. Because everything, we're trying to do so many things at one time to prepare for this move because it's coming up so quick. I totally agree with what you're saying there. When you're out of routine, you're out of balance. So it's important to grow stronger and, uh, you know, finish stronger with a balanced life. And it's important at every stage of your life, I guess, we at this age realize we really have to take care of ourselves. And, you know, so many people let themselves kind of fall apart. And if you're falling apart physically, it's hard to keep that mental side strong. And we always have to 
keep the spiritual side strong. Again, I'm, I'll go back to the verse, Terry, that you started it off with, Mark 12, 30. And you'll, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And Terry, why don't you just give us a quick recap of those three areas and why they're so important. Yeah, they all play a part in our overall being that God loves so much. He created us in all those aspects and all those areas. So the heart and the soul, the spiritual and the emotional side are critical that we keep those in tune and we can only do that through obedience to him and to his word and keeping that word active and keeping that Holy Spirit in our life. And then, of course, the mind, we have to keep the mind sharp and we have to have the wisdom that God gives us to live in this world, to be able to impact other people's lives. And we're not going to do that if our bodies run down, if our body does not function, if we can't uh, get around and do what we need to. And that is what houses the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Brian, final takeaways? Well, keep in balance. Think about this. If, you, if you're on your heels, you're not going to be in balance. If you're on your toes, you're going to be in balance. And when you're on your toes, you're always moving forward. So you want to keep mm. your balance. Boy, that's a, that's a good thought, Brian. You know, we don't want to live our lives in the rearview mirror. Right. We need to look forward. And we look forward to hearing from you about our podcast, Finish Strong. You can always leave us a review. I'm going to throw to our producer, John Matarazzo, because he's good at asking for those reviews. Yeah, we appreciate any review that people give us. And five stars, we like those the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you write a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps more people find Finish Strong by Fearless Finish. Faith, so that they can in their life finish strong as well so make sure you review if we like it we might actually read it too <laughs> well thanks for joining us for another episode of finish strong my thanks to terry brian and john and we hope that you'll grow stronger and finish stronger by maintaining a balanced life we'll see you next time Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.